since we've talked last and welcome back to another episode of skin and soul i am your host tay and gosh guys i feel like every week that goes by i'm just like how has it already been a freaking week does anyone else feel that way like the time is just soaring by a million miles a second i don't know what the heck is going on lately but time's just slipping away how have you been i have been missing you you know let's do a little self-check-in before we continue on with part two of our October Q&A. And today, obviously, we're going to finish the rest of the questions. I'm going to try to be a little bit less explanatory with my answers just for time's sake, but we're definitely going to address all those remaining questions, um, a lot of which, um, you know, have to do with skin-related things, nutrition-related things, just kind of like my, just like opinion, I guess, and just a little bit more about me personally. So, we're going to get to all of that, but let's do what we always do. Let's take some deep diaphragmatic breaths together, just kind of to center and to just sort of ground in this moment. You know, maybe you've had a bit of a crazy day so far. Maybe you're on your way home from work, or maybe you're going to drop your kid off at soccer practice. Actually, probably not because it's October, but hey, you never know. Okay. Whatever it is, if you've had a busy day, maybe you've had a super chill day. Maybe you're on cloud nine right now. You know what? However you're feeling right now, just accept just accept things for what they are, recognize them and allow those emotions to pass through you and just remain present. And let's just go ahead and do our deep breaths. And when we do these, as always, I would love it if you had some kind of intention or something that you would like to maybe hone in on during this time. Maybe it's something you're trying to release, let go of, whatever it is. Just take a minute. Think about that. Let's just take a minute, 30 seconds even, in some, some silence. I want you to just take some time to just kind of think about something that maybe you want to, again, release today or focus on or bring more of into your life, just kind of do some soul searching for a quick sec and think about it. And I will do the same because I think it's good to have kind of that intention as we go in to the diaphragmatic breaths. And that can kind of also be accompanied alongside just kind of like a little visualization. And that I think just helps to benefit and kind of enrich your whole practice in general. And will also help us to just really kind of have sort of like a something on the forefront during our conversation. And I know we're just doing a Q&A, but still just every time we do this, every time we get together and chat, I just like for us to kind of all sort of be on that same page, like as a little community, just because I think it's kind of connecting, you know? So hopefully during this time that I've been chatting, you've kind of honed in on whatever it is that you'd like to either release or bring more of or you know, whatever it is, um, I'll let that sort of remain up to you and, and there's no restrictions. So have that thing in mind and let's go ahead and take our three deep, deep breaths together. I'm going to go ahead and place my hands over my heart space for this. You're welcome to close your eyes, lie down, put your hands in prayer position. You can even cover your eyes, you know, put a little weight on your, your forehead with your hands. Something like that can be kind of nice just to help ground yourself. All right, let's go ahead and exhale together to prepare. And inhale very deep with me now. Hold it at the top. And let it go. Let that shiz go, girl. Let it go. All right, two more breaths. Go ahead and take a deep breath in again. And imagine yourself releasing whatever it is you want to let go of on that exhale. Beautiful. Let's take one more last breath. Make it your deepest breath yet. 
little more air here. And release. Amazing. As an anxious girly myself, honestly, I've just found a lot of power in breath because it's such a gift. It's something that, you know, we do have control over, but it's also something that happens subconsciously without us, you know, really remaining like thought present on it, if that makes sense, which is really amazing. It's, it's cool that you can kind of have duality there because it, it takes care of you. Like breath is literally life. It takes care of you. But then in times where, you know, you start to maybe feel a little anxious or a little overwhelmed or a little stressed or fearful or upset or just out of balance in any way, taking a few seconds. I mean, how long did that take us? Literally 30 seconds to do that. Taking just a few seconds. And if you can even more time than that, um, just to practice that deep breathing and also just to be mindful of your inhale and your exhale and just imagine again that accompanying visualization i think can really benefit us in our daily lives and this this goes for when we're you know out throughout our day-to-day when we're feeling a little stressed like i find myself doing this in the car a lot especially in traffic because traffic really is anxiety inducing for me for some reason like i it's like confining i think that's why it's like i just am trapped like and i'm just one of those people that (laughs) I'm like, if there's some like insane natural disaster, like if the freeway like pops up and splits into two and all these cars start like falling into like a lava pit, like how am I going to get out? You know, like that's like literally what's going through my mind. So is she extreme? Yes, she is, which is why. And I know that there's got to be at least one other person out there that's like, I am an overthinker to the max too. Because I know that there are more than just me. Okay. And even if you're like, girl, you're crazy. Hey, I know that you've been in a situation, maybe not in your car, but just in general where you're like, I am going to literally implode right now. And that moment, that's your little sign from the universe. That is when you're going to hear my voice in your head. Like, Hey queen, (laughs) do some deep breaths. And Hey, we practice this every week for a reason. I want you to feel comfortable doing this. And again, it's something that's so just natural, you know? So it's kind of fun to practice honing in on that a little bit more. I'm actually sitting on my floor right now. So if you hear me kind of adjusting around a little bit, it's because my, my two dogs are completely sprawled out all over the couch right now. So I'm just chilling on the floor anyways. Okay. Now that we've kind of done the thing, let's go ahead and get into the rest of today's questions. And I'm just going to kind of dive right in because there are a decent amount and I want to make sure I'm able to get to them all and also make sure that I'm not covering any that we already covered from last week. So, okay, let's start with this one, how to heal your skin from the inside out. Okay. So this is a great question. And I think this is something that a lot of us are starting to wonder. And I think in the last few years, it's kind of become more so a topic of discussion and something that has kind of come to the forefront of many people's minds because we're kind of realizing, you know, like, okay, we realize, you know, there are definitely plenty of like, quote unquote, band-aid approaches and band-aid fixes, especially when it comes to acne, but really any kind of like chronic skin condition, it could be psoriasis, it could be eczema, it could be rosacea, acne, even just like chronic dryness or, you know, excess oiliness. Maybe we got some, you know, seborrheic dermatitis, something like, like literally anything, like any kind of skin condition that becomes bothersome. Typically the skin really is an indicator of something going on internally. And we know this because we now understand the connection between the gut and the skin and also the mind, like that mind, bot, the mind gut skin access is so tightly connected and something that I really like to put a focus on, especially with my acne revision clients. I always talk about, you know, skin supporting foods they can include, how to increase, um, you know, internal hydration, because I feel like that's something a lot of acne prone people can sometimes 
be lacking, um, as well as just like that variety of vitamins and minerals and just getting that kind of like that plethora of different, just good nutrients. Because ultimately, like I'm a big believer in like eat the rainbow, like eat a good variety and also don't completely exclude anything like moderation, I think is really where we can find the joy and still enjoying things that we love, but maybe we know are not super beneficial for our skin. And this is again, going to be super individualized because everyone's so bio-individual and something that might disturb you or trigger acne or other skin conditions. And you may not disturb or bother another person, you know? So it's very much trial and error, but as far as healing from the inside out, first things first, honestly, I think stress and just the actual like physiological effects of stress on the body are really overlooked when it comes to acne specifically, but any kind of skin condition guys, like any like chronic skin condition, that is definitely almost always the root cause of that is going to be inflammation. And we all know that stress really triggers and kind of exacerbates that inflammatory response. And, you know, obviously the inflammatory response is something our body naturally does because, you know, it's, it's, trying to protect us, right? Like it's trying to heal us and that inflammation kind of triggers that initial response. So it's a necessary component of it, but when it becomes too much, when it becomes chronic, right? Like excess, like we're doing too much, that cortisol, it just throws everything off of balance. So really managing your stress. For me, some tips that have really, really been beneficial for me. Yoga has been a huge one for me, just like getting out of my head. I'm like very much a thinker. Like I am constantly analyzing and thinking. And like, I just, I'm constantly thinking I'm like very detail oriented. And there's just so much going on in my brain at once all the time. So yoga really is a way for me to like escape that. And like, I can just get into my body, focus on my breathing. And I'm not thinking like about 10 billion other things. It's just like quiet time in my mind. So that's been really, really beneficial. And I really notice also like the physical effects of just getting exercise. I love booty yoga. I love hot yoga. I love any kind of yoga where I break a sweat and I'm, I'm getting that movement in and I'm, you know, getting my blood flowing and my cardiovascular system working. Cause that in turn is also helping to oxygenate the body, you know? So really focusing on the stress levels, I think is huge and finding what that is for you. Um, you know, journaling has also been something that's been very beneficial for me in the past, working with energy workers, doing like body work, Reiki kind of stuff has been super beneficial for me. Um, and just really kind of any therapy in general. Um, you know, I think just having those healthy resources, having a trusted friend or, you know, your husband, your boyfriend, your mom, your grandma, your, you know, I don't know, coworker, whatever, like just having someone that you trust that you can confide in and talk to is also crucial. I think it has been for me at least. So really just focusing on that. And as far as like nutrition goes, I am definitely, you know, I'm not a nutritionist or dietitian. So I try to be really careful with the recommendations that I give. And this is by no means meant to be medical advice. Um, little disclaimer here, but, um, just as far as like what has worked for me, um, and you know, healing from the inside out, I really love herbal teas, you know, just starting your morning off with something hydrating and also, detoxifying a little lemon water is great. Um, again, any herbal tea, spearmint tea has been specifically beneficial. Um, and I, I've, you know, seen studies and things about that on the benefits with that and acne because it helps to stabilize the androgens and, and just kind of balance those hormones internally. So, you know, it's kind of like people say it can be like an alternative to spironolactone, which is a, uh, an oral prescription that, you know, can, it's a band-aid. It's a band-aid approach. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm just going to be straight up with you. So 
that can be like an alternative for that and healing from an internal perspective. I've, you know, read a lot about that and I really enjoy tea and herbal tea, mint tea, any kind of tea of love, lemon water. Again, honestly, eating breakfast changed the game for me. I really had a hard time eating breakfast for so long. And I think I talked about this on the podcast in my earlier episodes, but it was just like such a struggle for me. And part of it was because I was eating so late because my work schedule and my school schedule and just my life schedule was very off of what it is now. I was kind of like getting up a little bit later and staying up really late, eating really late. I wasn't eating dinner till like 11 PM most nights. And that was just screwing up my whole digestion, my circadian rhythms, everything was just getting kind of messed up. And as a woman, you know, like our hormone stability really does rely a lot upon getting adequate fuel and nutrition throughout the day. So that's another reason intermittent fasting, which was something that I was like kind of into for a minute when I was like more into like fitness, which, you know, I don't know. I think there's just different resources for everybody and different like outlets, but that was just like, not really for me. I kind of felt like I was kind of obsessing over food a little much and it was just like not healthy. So getting that breakfast in and just maintaining that balance, um, has been super beneficial making those changes. So I would definitely suggest that. And really, again, just eating the rainbow, making sure you're getting lots of fiber, you really want to make sure you're getting a lot of fruits and veggies in your diet. And again, this is just my opinion. Um, this is what works for me personally. Um, and also I will say eating organic, I think is huge. This is something I've really tried to prioritize doing the last few years of my life. And I know it is more expensive and that is something we want to be aware of, but if you are able to, I really suggest sourcing organic just because you're really helping to lower that toxic load, um, you know, that we are exposed to. And also your food's just going to be a little bit more bio bioavailable and nutrient dense. And, and just, I strongly recommend eating organic if you are capable of doing so. And even if you're just doing that for the dirty dozen, which is like the dirty dozen, the EWG comes out every year with like the dirty dozen and the clean 15 and it's produce. The dirty dozen is like the most contaminated as far as like pesticides, fungicides go the most contaminated based on studies run that year. And then the clean 15 are those that are the least contaminated. So even look that up and try to buy organic, at least for the dirty dozen, like just reducing that toxic load can be huge. Um, you know, same thing goes with lymphatic drainage. I think doing dry brushing is great. Even gentle movement. Like I said, yoga, jumping, walking, all of that is really, really amazing to get that lymph moving. Massages are wonderful. I think there's so many things like this is a broad question. How do you heal from the inside out? I mean, I could go off right now, you know, like there's so many, so many things to address here, but I think as far as that goes, hopefully that summates it a little bit for you. Okay. Moving on advice for setting up a morning routine. So, um, I'm just going to address this as like a morning routine in general, maybe not necessarily skincare. I think first of all, analyzing your current morning routine is kind of a good place to start. I've talked about this before, but it kind of gives you a good like baseline of what you're going off of. Like you have to like know where you are to figure out where you want to go kind of thing. I feel like, so just understanding your routine now, like what time do you typically wake up? Do you spend a lot of time on your phone in the morning? Like, do you typically brush your teeth right first? Do you eat breakfast immediately? Do you skip breakfast in the morning? Like, what do you usually do? Kind of like figure that out. Maybe writing it down would help. Maybe talk it out loud. I don't know. Maybe make a little note or something whatever it is, but kind of figuring out what it is now and then establishing like, okay, what are the goals I have for myself? Do I want to wake up earlier? Do I want to get more done before I leave for work? Do I want to, you know, focus on getting a balanced breakfast? Like maybe that's a priority. And that's something that like had been a priority for me the last little bit. And now every morning I'm eating breakfast and it's like second nature 
and I love it. And I'm just like proud of myself because it was like really hard for me. Like I was like sick in the mornings and like just not zero appetite, you know? So I think just like analyzing where you are and establishing goals and then just filling in the blanks. Like if you want to, you know, prioritize waking up earlier or maybe just having like a morning routine in general, establish what feels good to you. You know, maybe let's say you work every day at 9 a.m. Maybe you want to wake up every morning. I don't know, 6:45. I don't know. You know, just like whatever is best for you, and kind of based off how much time it typically takes you to get ready. If you have other things to do, if you have to get your kids ready, if you have to walk your dogs, if you have to, you know, I mean, there's so many. It's just so individualized. But I think really just establishing where you would like goals for yourself and kind of filling in the blanks and keeping yourself accountable. And the way to do this, literally, make a list. If you are a list person make a list on a little sticky note or something, stick it on your mirror. And every morning, just like mentally check as you go through your little list, or maybe you actually want to like physically check it off. Maybe you make a little to-do list on your phone or something, or, you know, and I think just like, again, like I said, holding yourself accountable. And this is so silly, but like when you like commit to doing something, you're basically like making a promise to yourself. So just challenge yourself. Like if you have a hard time sticking to things and sometimes I do just be like, all right, like, am I committing to this? Sorry guys, River just called me. I got cut off there for a sec. But I think just again, holding yourself accountable and just realizing like you are making a commitment to yourself. You're promising yourself something, you know, like stick to that. And if maybe, and I also say this all the time too, but like take it in baby steps if you need to, like no need to completely, like if you right now get up and spend 30 minutes on your phone in bed and then, you know, wash your teeth or... (laughs) brush your teeth, wash your face, brush your hair, get on clothes and zoom out the door and grab a snack, maybe on your way out. Like if that's what you typically do, but you're wanting to wake up early and then journal and then do a nice skincare ritual and then make a nice breakfast. And maybe you have some tea in the morning. Maybe you go on a little walk. Like maybe you're wanting to exercise. Like if you're wanting to like really switch everything up, I think just being, giving yourself some grace and just taking it in small little bite-sized steps just can be super beneficial because at the end of the day, like we're human, you know, and like, you can't expect yourself to do like too much. And I think sometimes that overload can be what causes us to like give up and feel like, oh yeah, there's no way I could ever do that. You know? So just taking it slow and yeah, I hope that helps and kind of answers your question. But if not, let me know. Cause I can give you more info. <laughs> okay. Let's see. What is gorgeous Tay's favorite date with river? <laughs> River asked this one. Oh, that's so nice, River. Okay. Um, I would say my favorite date to go on with Rib. Oh, there's so many. I love doing anything outside with him just because he is just like a good influence on me that way. Like he just gets me excited to go on fun little adventures and do things I might normally not do by myself. And he just like encourages me to like get out, get out of the box a little bit, you know? So I love going out and doing fun things with him but I love to just get out and just do random stuff with him. Like we'll just drive up the Canyon and go walk around. We'll set up a hammock. We'll read. We'll like, you know, walk around in the river and make our, like our feet. We'll do like little feet cold plunges. Cause I'm like too big of a baby to get my whole body in so far. Maybe I'll be a bigger man next year, but anyways, just getting out and like playing around. Like I just love hanging out with him. Like he, I feel like both of us together, we like encourage the other person's like inner child to like come out a little bit. And we like balance each other out very well, which is nice because like he gets me out to do more fun things that I might be a little bit more timid to do in the first place. Um, and I feel like I kind of like ground him a little bit. Like I'm like, okay, bestie, like that is like insane. We're not doing that. (laughs) You know, like it's like balance. Right. So 
I love getting out and doing fun things with him. Yeah. Hiking, anything outside skiing. He taught me how to ski. So I really love to ski with him. Um, I'm really looking forward to skiing with him this winter because the past two freaking winters, we haven't really skied hardly at all because of injuries. So I'm really stoked to be able to ski again this, this year with him. And yeah, I love doing that. I love going on like fun drives. We'll go on like really fun drives up like really pretty, you know, like dirt, little dirt roads up the Canyon that like I normally would not dare drive on by myself just like little stuff like that. And honestly, I absolutely love my favorite date. This has been like a favorite date, just like forever, like with family, friends, like whoever, like my whole life, I've just loved doing this. I freaking love going to the movies, man. As cliche as it is, as basic as it is, like take me on a movie date, you know, like literally like I want popcorn, like let's go. I love the movies. I just, I just love them. I just love the theater experience. It's just like fun, but I love going to the movies. Also, I will say, honestly, this has got to be my favorite date of all time with River is going to get food literally anywhere. Also, <laughs> grocery shopping. We started, this became like a date for us when I was in school and like he got hurt. Like it, it was just like financially tough times. Like we could not afford to do literally anything. Like we couldn't do literally anything. So we were like, okay, let's just like make something that we like have to do, aka grocery shopping let's just like make that fun. <laughs> so we made that like a date. Like, and I think this is like over COVID times too. Like that just became like our little like thing to do together. Like we just love it. It's so fun. Like he and I, we tear up Trader Joe's. And, like, I don't know, like Trader Joe's, it's just like the place. Like <laughs> he loves it too. It's like, that's so funny. I just love him for it. Like he'll come home from work and be like, Hey, you want to go to Trader Joe's later? <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. But anyways, not just Trader Joe's, just any kind of grocery shopping. I don't know why. We just love it together. And we really love to cook together. That's another fun date. So I think that kind of makes grocery shopping fun because it's like we're picking out ingredients to come home and make. And River's such a great cook. And I love food. And I, you know, have cooked quite a lot. So I don't know. I just feel like we have a good time doing that. I just realized there's a few more questions that I actually hadn't answered yet. So let's just address those really quick. Holistic slash health book recommendations. Um, there's just like so many that comes to mind and obviously holistic health is like such a broad term. Um, I would say a few that have been especially beneficial. Um, let's see, the body keeps the score journey. Oh, what's it called? Journey. What's it freaking called? Oh my gosh. It's going to drive me crazy. I'm going to look that up. The untethered soul is another one that I really like. Um, medical mediums book, it's called life changing foods. I really liked that one. That's a really good index to kind of learn more about different ingredients and how they can benefit you. Um, let's think what else I have my all about chakra book that I really like that one just kind of helps me get a little bit more in tune with like that side of things. I have a few different books on crystals. Like there's just so many like different leeways and aspects that we could kind of like address. Um, you know, with the umbrella term of holistic health, there's also, you know, there's just like so many. So I guess that one would be one I recommend. The Beauty of Dirty Skin's another really good one. Uh, I don't know. Ask if you have any like specific ones, like if you're curious learning more, more about like energy or nutrition or holistic skin health, or just like, you know, taking charge of like your health from like living a less non or more of like a non-toxic lifestyle, things like that. Like there's so many different books, but some of my favorites have been that medical medium book as far as like food goes. Cause it really helped me to like gain a better understanding of different ingredients. 
The Untethered Soul is one of my favorite books I've ever read. That really helped me to understand that I and my thoughts are not the same, which really helped me a lot with like anxiety and just being more in control of my emotions and things like that. The Body Keeps the Score is another great book just to kind of get more in tune with what's going on internally and how that can manifest itself. You know, how like emotional things and trauma and things like that can manifest themselves physically. So that's another really great book. Um, All About Lymph is a really great book if you're interested in learning more about the lymphatic system. You know, so there's just like so many different little leeways. If you have like specific areas you'd like recommendations, let me know. And I will also tell you, honestly, like I'm not the biggest book girl in the world. Like I do love to read and I find myself like picking up a book, you know, and reading and and getting information and educating myself that way. But I really kind of like reading for more fun reasons. Like I love like young adult fiction. And, um, honestly, like I love like, you know, like twilight type stories, like kind of like fantasy vibes a little bit, like, you know, divergent series was great. I'm trying to think what other series I've really enjoyed. Um, I don't know. just like books like that. So I feel like I tend to read more of that kind of thing. And for educational aspects, I tend to do more webinars, read more blogs, more podcasts, things like that. But I still do have some book recommendations. So again, if you got any specific ones, let me know. Okay. How do your clients feel emotionally after a treatment? I mean, I think it definitely depends on the client and what treatment you're coming in for. I would say, um, you know, always you're definitely going to leave better feeling a little bit better, a little bit lighter, a little bit less stress, less tense, just more like in tune and aligned, um, and balanced. I would say in general, um, definitely after every treatment with me, just because my whole purpose and what I'm doing is to kind of put you back into that state of balance and help to calm and relax anything that might be going on, you know, like internally, but also, um, as far as your skin goes, you know, so we kind of like can address so many different things at once, but I promise you, you will always feel better than when you came. And that is like kind of my whole philosophy. Like even my treatments, even microneedling, you know, even my acne revision treatments, you know, like I always love to put my own little twist on things and to make it relaxing and a healing experience from like the mind, body, spirit, type of like aspect, um, and skin of course, but I really love to just like throw in alternative healing throughout my whole treatment, whether it's aromatherapy or we do a little sound therapy, massage, crystal healing, like any of that, even just some nice scalp combing under the led light, like can be a really nice relaxing way for you to just unwind. But I am definitely not the esthetician that's going to, you know, slap a mask on or, you know, do a chemical peel and then just like let you sit there. Like, and not touch you or like do anything. Like I will be like engaged with you the whole time. And it's like an experience with me. I like to think at least, you know, I, I definitely, it is, you know, like I feel like it is a whole experience. So that's kind of how I would think that they feel emotionally. I think just relieved, relaxed, a little bit lighter, definitely less tense. Um, and just kind of more in tune, a little bit more like at peace, I think. So, yeah. Okay. Any brand recs for pillowcases you like? So I really like satin slash silk pillowcases. They are going to be like help to preserve the, well, as far as like skin and hair health goes too, like it's going to be less breakage for your hair, less tangles because you're not like rolling around on it all night. Like the silk kind of helps your hair to just slip. So it's not going to get tangled as easy less breakage, less damage, all of that good stuff. And then as far as your skin goes, cotton is really an absorbent material and can, um, you know, really absorb things that we may not want it to things, you know, like those critical lipids and ceramides and things that exist on the skin that we need. Um, so it's really great for your skin. Um, a lot of them can be a little bit, you know, like more antibacterial to help with acne, things like that. And, um, yeah, so I guess as far as like brands go, 
There is one on Amazon that I like. I purchased in the fourth start. It starts with a B. I've purchased it before. Excuse me. That's what I was trying to say. It's like Blissy or something. Um, yeah, Blissy, B-L-I-S-S-Y. I've tried their pillowcases out. They are a little bit more expensive, but they are 100% pure mulberry silk. So they're like legit silk. I also really like the Lily silk ones. I have sheets and pillowcases from them that I really like. So those are two that I've had good experiences with in the past, but um, you know, if you can get one that's silk on both sides of the pillowcase, that's always nice. But even just like one side silk, I have pillowcases that's just one side is silk and I still absolutely love those. So those are also amazing, but really any kind of silk or satin pillowcase is definitely going to be beneficial for the skin and hair. Um, it also just kind of helps, you know, like if you're sleeping on your side and your face is getting all scrunched up, like it just kind of like helps prevent creasing and things like that. So I definitely love pillowcases, good, nice, soft ones that are going to be good for your hair and your skin. Okay. And they're just like more luxurious and kind of nice too, you know? Okay. Let's see a glimpse. Okay. This is like, this is like a few different questions into one. So we'll just, I guess it's really just two, a glimpse into your childhood and what made you, you, we'll start with that. And then there's another question that I'll address and that this person sent in. So I'll get to both of them, but Gosh, I mean, this is like, we need a whole other episode for this, you know? Um, I guess I grew, I've always grown up in Utah. I was born in, born and raised in Utah. Um, you know, like as a kid, gosh, I mean, I was always just like some like random little facts about me that my family like jokes about. I was, have always my whole entire life been obsessed with fruits and vegetables. Like I have been like that weird kid in the family that like everyone's like, oh yeah, we had to buy like a large Costco size of tomatoes for her. Haha. <laughs> like I just like, I love it. I don't know. I've been like, and my family like jokes about it with me. They're like, yeah, we always knew like to make you happy, just buy you a freaking watermelon. Like literally, like I just love fresh fruits and veggies. Like, it's just something so like, I just love them. Like, it's just like cool to eat something that like grew out of the ground too. It's like grounding kind of or something. I don't know. Plus I just understand all the nutritional benefits and Again, I said this earlier, but I just have a big, like, eat the rainbow kind of person. So anyways, that is something like a little fun little tidbit about me. I always loved art growing up. Um, you know, I did lots of collaging growing up, like in elementary. I, this is like so weird, but I won state reflections, which is like the art contest that my elementary did. And I think, I mean, I know a lot of schools in Utah do that. I don't know if it's like an outside of Utah thing, but reflections was what it was called. And there was like different categories. And I won state with my whale collage when I was in fifth grade. Okay. So it was like a really big deal. <laughs> no, it really wasn't. But, um, anyways, just goes to show I've always loved art. I've always loved color. And like, I just feel like I really definitely have a creative side to me. Um, just like some funny things that I feel like a lot of my listeners who know me will appreciate about my childhood. I collected rocks growing up. My dad definitely put me on that. So I've always been interested in crystals. When I was eight, I had a crystal that was, it was an amethyst. It was my family's, but anyways, um, it was this beautiful, massive geode amethyst. That was, it was, I seriously think it was like three feet tall. Like it was the most gorgeous crystal I've ever seen in my life. And we had to sell it and it was so devastating, but I had that at one point, period, period, period. The story, the whole point of this being, I have always loved crystals. I think they're just like so beautiful and amazing and fun and special. So I absolutely love them. And I have always been like a little rock girly. So when people are like, seriously, like with my facial treatments, I do a lot of crystal healing and meditative, you know, sound therapy and things like that. And like, I've had people be like, so do you just like put rocks on people? And I'm like, <laughs> 
yep. <laughs> like, I mean, like fundamentally, I guess, yes, that is like part of what I'm doing, but that's like saying, that's like saying like, oh, you're, you're a surgeon. Oh, so you just like put on scrubs all day. Like, it's like, you know what I mean? Like it's like part of it, but that's just like, it doesn't, that's just like not capturing the whole story. So every time I tell people that I'm like, oh yeah, I've been like a crystal girly since I was like a little kid. Okay. And like my dad definitely put me on that. My mom's always been big about like angel numbers and like guardian angels. And I don't know. I just feel like I've always been kind of like open to that side of things anyways. Um, but as far as like, you know, those are just little things. I also danced growing up, like my whole life competitively. I did cheer. I, in junior high, I was like a little cheer captain junior high, which is fun. I did lots of like choreography. So that helped me to kind of like, again, express that creative side. And then I did drill all throughout high school, which is like super competitive and really demanding. And I absolutely loved it. Some of my best memories of my whole life are with my drill girls. And some of those times I will just never, ever forget. I just miss Missed that a lot, Um, but I did continue to dance after I graduated. I was on Millennium's Boom Crew, which is like their hip hop company for a year. So that was really fun, good experience. But since then, I've just been a yoga girly, you know? So anyways, I'm getting so sidetracked. I danced a lot growing up, had a lot of chaotic, not chaotic. Well, yeah, chaotic too, I guess, but creative kind of things going for me. Um, And yeah, I am trying to think what else. I've always, yeah, like as a kid, I love to just be outside. I always love to like mix things up like you know how kids are they're just so fun they're just so themselves like I feel like every day I'm just kind of like working on getting back to that like unrestricted version of myself that's just like here for a good time and just living her best life you know um but fundamentally like like part of like what makes me me I guess and like even tying into my childhood and this is a little deep guys I don't normally like tell people this but hey I trust you guys we're like a little community a little family here but Um, a lot of my family members have had really bad issues with addictions in the past to just various things. And that is something that has greatly impacted the way that I am and the way that I perceive things. And I think it really has increased my ability to feel empathy and compassion and really just like see multiple sides of a situation and has also given me the ability to really tap into others' emotions and understand them. And I think is what I think it's like given me a sort of like wisdom that I'm able to really tap into and kind of like highlight like certain gifts that I have. And it's really been something that I'm able to like transmute, like basically like pain I experienced, I have slowly been able to transmute into like a healing gift for others. And that's really kind of like also part of what I'm really doing with inner peace. So anyways, it's just been really fun (laughs) and special to kind of like watch that roll out. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a kid, like I honestly like had a lot of issues with like stability and it was never any like a malicious thing. Like it was just, it was just a lot. And it was, you know, my whole life, I mean, it really has been my whole life, you know, and I'm the oldest sibling. So my younger siblings really kind of relied on me and it was just, just a lot, you know? So I feel like that was a really big component that led me to be kind of like, be who I am today. And that's definitely something, you know, we can talk about more another time. Um, but yeah, something I'm still working through and dealing with. And we all know this, like family can just be tough, you know, and just kind of working out through those things. And this is also just a reminder and I'm humbled by this constantly, but like, you really never know what's going on behind closed doors. You know, like the last couple years of my life have been just so difficult in certain areas and really amazing and special and so exciting in others. But just a reminder to be kind and be loving because you really just never know what, even if someone 
you know, like social media, it really is a highlight reel at the end of the day. And I try to keep it real with you guys and keep it a little more like vulnerable, especially on interface skin. I'm definitely more active on that account, but I just feel like, you know, regardless, it still is that like highlight reel. So just a little humble reminder, you know, you never know what someone's going through. So even if their life seems so like seamless and perfect and like blah, 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 like everyone has their own trials and everyone's on their own path and doing their own thing. And it's all just a journey. So just keep that in mind. Next question. What's a skincare line you think should have more hype? Okay. I like this. This is a good one. I like this. This is a good question. And I already know my answer. <laughs> my answer is Vivant. And the reason that I love Vivant and I think they're underhyped is because they literally are, but also I've talked about Vivant a little bit before and I kind of want to do like a full-blown episode on them, just breaking down my favorite products and just the why and the science behind it because it really is just like revolutionary in terms of the pioneering like science that Dr. Fulton, who is the main cosmetic chemist and formulator of all Vivant's products, like truly just like groundbreaking and really innovative. And I am all about supporting that because I just think that's just, just like expertise like that just doesn't lie. You know, like I just am a big, 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 like fan of that. So I think Vivant's super, super underrated in terms of their effectiveness, the technology and the science behind it, as well as honestly, the affordability, like for what you're getting and for being a, you know, like pharmaceutical grade ingredients, tried and true, clinically like backed and tested, developed by a cosmetic chemist and dermatologist, etc. Like, you, the price is so, so good, I think. And that was kind of a bit of a kind of roadblock I ran into with some other lines. I just felt like, and even like, you know, other estheticians that I had worked with or like been close with or whatever in the past literally had said to me like, oh, like no chance I would be buying these products. Like if I wasn't an esthetician, like, cause I get them like wholesale but like if I had to pay like retail price like no chance I'd buy them and I'm just kind of like ugh, like <laughs> that just is like icky to me like I don't know like if we can't as estheticians like if we wouldn't justify purchasing a product like how can we expect our clients to like I just don't understand the logic in that and I personally am not that person and I did feel that way about some of the products like I was kind of like oh like is this worth $200. I don't know, you know, and maybe for some people, maybe for some people it is, and if your budget, you know, is different, but I just was like, can I justify that? Like, I just don't know, you know? So that kind of became a concern as well. And that's another reason I think that Vivant is underrated is because their pricing, you know, they still have some, uh, um, more expensive products, of course, especially their FF3 line is definitely a little bit pricier in terms of, you know, what, but again, you get what you pay for. And this really is true, you know? So I do understand both sides, but I think overall, just the, the price point of a lot of their products, the ingredients, the formulation, just like the direction and the values of the brand as a whole, the fact it's family owned. Um, and just my experience with them has been really great. Um, and you know, I think everyone has different opinions on every line and I, that's just my opinion on this one. So I think Vivant definitely is underhyped, deserves way more hype. I was blown away to learn that I was like, you know, still one of only like, I think there's like two, two little med spa places in Utah that carry it. And then maybe like one or two other people, but like, I seriously never see Vivant, at least in my state. Like, I don't know. I never, ever, ever see it. And I know it's, um, kind of becoming more and more 
known a little bit and as it should, because honestly, again, uh, the formulations are just breakthrough, like so good. And my skin has never felt better or done better than when I have been on a, you know, pretty much, you know, obviously my, my regimen consists of a little Vivant, little Glymed, you know, I've got, um, my Taizo SPF, of course, I got my Supreme foundational face mist. So I do mix and match a little bit, but primarily I do use Vivant and Glymed, I would say are kind of like my main two lines and my own personal regimen. Um, and my skin has never, ever done better than when I've been on full Vivant products compared to when I've been on, you know, like top tier, a full regimen from like the most sought after lines, you know? So I think it's just like interesting. And I think just paying attention to your own skin and getting your hands on a lot of different products and trying out things. And also just the education behind Vivant again, is just like so outstanding. They have so much free education. Their blog posts are great. And then as a professional, I get access to so much more and I love that. And I think that's huge with, you know, brands. And again, I just really like how it's still a family owned company and a little bit smaller. And, um, you know, I, I just really have faith in the, the purity of their ingredients. Um, you know, clinical mandelic acid is used and that's USP certified. And they really just go out of their way to extract the most potency out of the ingredients that they use and formulate it in a way that's going to be delivered to the skin in the most efficient, like, effective and also gentle way. Like that's something else I've noticed. I've had no reactions to any of their products just because of the way that they are formulated and how like skin compatible they are. So I absolutely love Avant 10 out of 10 and no shade on any other lines, obviously, but this is just one that I think definitely is underrated. Okay. Let's see. What are three goals you have for inner peace as we approach the new year? I love you. Oh, that's so cute. I love you. Um, this is such a good question. One of them, one of them was to bring on microneedling, exceed microneedling, which I was able to do just about a week ago. I bought my device and I now have that. And I am now booking and accepting appointments for exceed microneedling that I'm so beyond excited about. And, um, you know, beyond that, that was a really big goal of mine was to bring that service on just because I love microneedling. I think it's so, you know, just wonderful in terms of results driven and very effective. And for the price, like for the results that you would, you get for the price that it is like, it's really worth it. And like, I really love the exceed pen in terms of client comfort and just durability and just the treatment results that I've been able to achieve so far. So I'm really, really happy that I was able to do that, but that was definitely a goal I had, um, for the new, like moving in towards this last quarter of the year, bringing on exceed was one. Um, also another goal I had, I really wanted to get like X amount of clients every week. Like I set a goal in mind and this was inspired by, um, skin sculpting facialist, I think is her name on Instagram. I'm going to double check that because I don't want to be giving you the wrong name. Let's see my cute girl. Yes. Skin sculpting underscore facialist, Miss Kim. Yes. I love her. So she inspired this. She mentioned this on her story, how, when she first opened, you know, she was only getting one or two bookings a week. And she just one day was like, I'm going to get six a week. And six was her goal. And when I very first started out and hearing that, I was like, you know what? I love that. I'm going to go for six too. And so that was my push. That was like the forefront of my mind. I was really trying to go for six. And then, um, you know, the first two months I was open, it was a little slower and I felt like I was finally getting there and I was getting six consistently. And then September rolled around and September just like I started building more and more and I felt like word of mouth was starting to spread more. And like my ideal client was starting to find me, which was so exciting. So 
I think, you know, and then obviously that number since then I've increased it. Now I'm, I, you know, just, I sort of make new little goals for myself and then obviously celebrate the wins because I think that's super important, but just hitting X amount of services a week, whatever that means for you and your business, that is something that I think has been good for me just to focus on slow, but steady growth and also to recognize that. And I don't like obsess over Cause really like, and I've said this before, but it's like not about the money. It's really not. I obviously like, I, I do care about the money aspect because it's what puts a roof over my head and food on my table and like helps support my family, but, and also helps to support my business and allows me to really be able to invest in new, exciting treatments like exceed and, and new brands and new lines and new products and, and just be able to continue to grow. But, um, I will say like, rather than focusing on like a certain dollar amount or something like that, I think just you know, like, like Kim suggested, just having a few, like a number in mind of, of clients you want to have per week, that just really made sense to me and and was something I was able to do. So, um, that's just kind of another goal I have is to just like continue to hit my new goal, you know, and, and, and just celebrate that and just fill that happiness that comes from that, you know? So that's definitely another goal I have. I'm trying to think there, I don't really have like any like specifics in mind necessarily, Um, I guess something I really do want to do and something I've really been putting a focus more on, and this is something that I always try to be intentional with, but really personalizing and customizing every single one of my treatments to my clients. Um, you know, and this is, this is coming in terms like, as far as like the treatment goes, like in customizing it to their skin, like, yeah, of course I want to be doing that. But I'm talking about like a deeper level than that. Like we're talking about, I'm coming at this from like multiple angles. So yes, I want to customize it to your skin but I also want to customize it to you. Meaning how are you feeling? How are you doing? What's going on in your personal life? Like what vibes am I picking up on you energetically? Like, you know, and I really feel like I have like a little like gift for that. Like I can really pick up on like, if, you know, if you're wanting to talk and chat and, you know, maybe, you know, I don't know. I just like to be respectful and just interpretive, I guess. And just like open to whatever, the client presents me with. And I kind of just want to continue to focus on personalizing my treatments just because I just love to do that. So that's definitely something I will continue to do and a goal that I definitely have. And also just focusing more on the energy work side of things. I think the more I practice, the more comfortable and confident I'm becoming. And I'm also starting to notice so many people have interest in this. So many people are wanting to learn about it from me, which, you know, I, I sort of get like imposter syndrome about cause I'm kind of like, what? Like you want me to teach you? Like, I don't even know what I'm doing really yet, but what I am doing is just being true and authentic to myself and it's flowing and it's coming. And I am just really grateful because I start to notice like gifts sort of like pour out of me and it's just cool to watch. So that's another little goal, I guess. Okay. I think we got just a couple others curious about your thoughts on non-hormonal slash natural birth control. Dude. I think that, I think it's amazing. Um, to be transparent, like that's, that's my birth control method just because I was on birth control pills from a really young age to treat, what was, you know, thought as endometriosis at the time. And then, you know, I got the next one on implant in my arm and I had so many issues with acne, mood swings. I was kind of going through like depressive episodes and just like mental health challenges and things. So, um, about two years ago now I was like, screw this. I'm done. I'm freaking done. I didn't have health insurance. I went to Planned Parenthood and I had them remove my arm implant and it was literally the best thing I ever did. It sucked. I cold turkeyed it. So like, my body was going through it, like rebalancing my hormones was a whole process. And that's going to be a whole nother episode, but tracking my cycles, um, naturally just using fertility, fertility awareness method, which really is just like 
you know, if you want to be like super legit about it, taking your temperature every single morning, right when you wake up and just paying attention to your body and just your cycle throughout the, throughout the you know month um, and, and tracking that. And I can definitely share more information on this if you're interested, but I think it's great. I also know some girls, um, Alita, my friend Alita, for example, has the um, aura little ring that tracks a tons of different body functions and also helps you to track when you're ovulating, which really is kind of like what the fertility awareness method is and, and kind of that like natural birth control. So I think it's amazing. I think birth control is very personalized, very individualized, and I will absolutely never, ever be judgmental or like, you know, weird. Like if you, if you choose to use hormonal birth control, if you choose not to, like, I don't care. I think you know your body best. And I would just love to be a support to you in any way that I can, depending on what method you choose and just kind of help to give you advice and whatnot, especially when it comes to acne, because we know how tightly connected those two things are. So anyways, that's that. Um, lastly, best facial slash skincare regimen to get from you for closed comedones. Um, I would definitely say my revive facial. We do lots of extractions and oxygen therapy in that. It's like my triple oxygen treatment. That one's great for closed comedones. Um, also I would highly suggest coming in for a consult for a full regimen, or at least just help with kind of deciding, you know, as far as budget goes and like what we can incorporate. Um, I love daily repair pads from Vivant, Mandelic serum from Vivant, depending on your skin, the Mandelic exfoliating cleanser can be really amazing. I love oxygen treatment cream is really, really great. So come in for a consult and let's do it. Also my glimmer, my custom facial is just going to be amazing for whatever your skin condition is just because we can address that, whatever it is at the time and get you nice and yeah, a little bit more towards your skin goals. So Anyways, guys, that's the rest of the questions for today. I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I can't wait to talk next week. And yeah, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let me know if you have any other questions. I'd be happy to answer them. And yeah, love you. Bye.